Welcome to BrainStuff from How Stuff Works. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. William Shakespeare mentioned diseases often in his plays, probably because he was literally surrounded by them. I mean, aren't we all? But during his London-based lifetime in the 15 and 1600s, such notorious illnesses as the bubonic plague, typhus, and malaria ravaged citizens, all made more potent and deadly by rodents, overcrowding, and virtually non-existent sanitation systems. Also striking fear into the hearts of just about everyone were smallpox and the great pox, known today as syphilis. The two conditions actually present similar rashes, despite being different in terms of type of infection and transmission. Smallpox is a virus spread by breathing. Syphilis is bacterial and almost always sexually transmitted. The hallmark of both diseases was a body riddled with pustules, also known as pox. It fell to the people to distinguish between these horrors. Thus, syphilis became known as the Great Pox, not because the pockmarks of syphilis were larger than those of smallpox, but rather because in the 15th to 17th centuries, it was the greater fear. Syphilis was likely introduced to Europe when Christopher Columbus, oh, that guy, and his crew brought it back from the New World in 1493. Although there are other theories, the timing is definitely suspect. The pandemic began in Europe pretty much right after they returned, killing many. Even those who were lucky enough to survive were typically covered in scars and went blind. Of course, the Europeans, for their part, left behind smallpox and other diseases in the New World, sometimes intentionally, which, along with slavery, would wipe out millions of Native Americans. Fortunately, smallpox has now been eradicated by vaccine, and we have penicillin to treat syphilis. Shakespeare's writings indicate an interest in syphilis, such as in the play Timon of Athens, where he references the use of inhaled vaporized mercury salts, a common treatment for the disease at the time. In fact, one of his best-known quotes was originally a reference to syphilis. A plague on both your houses, from Romeo and Juliet, was first a pox on both your houses. Thanks to multiple references of syphilis in his works, historians have wondered whether Shakespeare himself was infected. Known for being a little bit of a hustler, his signature during the last years of his life indicates that he experienced a tremor, which is a common side effect of mercury poisoning, which, as we said, was the treatment of choice for syphilis. Of course, any number of physical ailments can cause a tremor, so it's unlikely that this posthumous diagnosis will ever be confirmed. Today's episode was written by Alia Hoyt and produced by Tyler Klang. You can find BrainStuff phone cases and other brain stuff in our shop at tpublic.com slash brainstuff. And of course, for more on this and lots of other poxy topics, visit our home planet, howstuffworks.com. Listener.